Good morning. It is Kale and Company live here on WKXL, NHTalkRadio.com. For this rainy, at least in this area, Wednesday morning. Great to have you along with us. And in just a little while, uh, we'll be uh, giving away your opportunity to ski free on us at Loon Mountain in beautiful Lincoln, New Hampshire. Kale and Company presented by Northeast Delta Dental with individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more and find your plan at deltadentalcoversme.com. And uh, we are very happy to uh, welcome back to the program the executive director of the New Hampshire Institute of Politics at St. Anselm College, Neil Levesque. Neil, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Ken. I'm just coming off the beach here. Got a little sunscreen on. Yeah, yeah. We all need it uh, on days like this. That's for sure. <laughs> That's for sure. Speaking of uh, the beach, anything new in your uh, outdoor world? No, but uh, I think there were about 12-foot seas outside here uh, in Rye yesterday or tonight or last night and uh, some pretty, pretty uh, hectic ocean uh, situations. But it's interesting, too, when the weather's like this, that the jets don't fly into peas. Ah. So you get a respite from... Uh, I, I guess so. The military aircraft coming in and out. Yeah, uh, so uh, no, no flooding uh, in that area. Uh, I haven't really seen any, and uh, but I'm sure that there probably is. There usually is when they're coming here. But they had predicted 60 knot winds, which are that's pretty significant. Um, I don't know if it happened last night, but it did sound like there was a. I'm sure everybody experienced the same thing. That it was like a freight train outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did, did did it wake you up early, Neil? I know you're an early it riser did. anyway. <laughs> I usually get up at four, but when you get up at three, you get a, yeah. a little off kilter. <laughs> that that is for sure. Well, Neil has to be one of the busiest guys in show business uh, these days uh, because uh, they have a uh, you know the Iowa caucuses coming up uh, on Monday, and then uh, eight days after that the New Hampshire primary. But before that, Neil, I know you're getting set for a a big debate on campus at the uh, Sullivan Arena next week. Yeah, so that's the 18th. It's at 9 p.m. That's an ABC News debate with Republican candidates um, and uh, WMUR-TV, uh, as well as the Republican State Committee. Those are our partners, and uh, it'll be a big event. Um, and and we're hoping to really see what the candidates have to say. Um, former President Trump is invited. He hasn't participated yet in any debates. But he is invited. Uh, we'll see if he takes us up on that offer. And uh, there is a criteria, so the, the candidates will be uh, chosen from that criteria. But um, we're looking forward to it. A lot of, lot of excitement around this. There's a big production. So the 18th is a big day for us. No doubt about that. And uh, it, it's on the 18th, but I know preparations uh, have been uh, taking place uh, long before that date and, and continue. And, and uh, as you said, you, you don't even know for sure uh, whether the, the leader uh, of the Republican PAC, uh, Donald Trump, uh, will be participating. Of course, he has not taken part in any of the debates thus far. And uh, it's it's probably an outside shot at best, right, at this point? 
I think so. I think that if if uh, polls show Nikki Haley really coming in close to him, he might reconsider. But for him, he doesn't really need a debate. For all intents and purposes, he's been running as an incumbent, and Republicans know who he is. And his numbers are, I've said this, I think, on the show, they're like a goalpost. They don't really move. They're just there. Um, they don't go up. They don't go down. And so the other candidates are sort of trying to get to that goalpost to surpass it. Um, Trump is, he doesn't seem to lose voters. We've seen, I mean, if you live in New Hampshire, you, we all know. We've seen the advertisements. We've seen the mailers. We've seen every type of communication possible to try to strip voters away from Trump uh, in the Republican primary. And it really hasn't been successful. He's, again, he's, he's He's like Lake Winnipesaukee frozen over. It's the same height in Alton as it is in Moultonboro. However, it, it that remain the same. Yeah, that that being said, though, and he, his numbers may remain the same, but Nikki Haley's are not. Hers uh, are seemingly in uh, every poll you read, whether it be uh, a local one or a national one, they seem to be going up all the time. She's definitely had trajectory and. You know, with the Sununu endorsement, I think that's really big because I think that he is a very good communicator. He's been going around the state and really making the sale for her. It is a tough uphill climb. There's no doubt about it. Trump is a known commodity, and it's a very tribal world. And people are, um, they know who Trump is, and they trust him in these, these Republican primary voters. And uh, despite legal issues, other controversies that would have killed a candidate a long time ago. Um, he's remained alive as a candidate and has gotten through it, and his supporters have stuck with him. Why do you think uh, uh, Nikki Haley has uh, resonated uh, here, here, here in New Hampshire more than uh, her, her counterparts, uh, Chris Christie, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, and, and Ron DeSantis? Why, why has she resonated and uh, they have, uh, for the most part, Christie's picking up a little momentum, but uh, for, for the most part, uh, they have been pretty stagnant. Uh, what's the difference? Well, I think it's speculation on my part, but I would say this. That Chris Christie kind of represents the anti-Trump Republicans and, is, and has been successful in picking up those types of votes. At the same time, when you're doing that, you're sort of rejecting the team, right? And 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 the and the the leader of the team, or at least the previous leader, where she sort of threaded a needle and created an alternative to this. I am the future, and elections are always about the future. And so she's, I think, successfully sort of transmitted the fact that if we want to win in the future as conservatives, she's the alternative. And and uh, it's it's been successful. She's picked up the speed. She got the endorsement of of Sununu. She uh, generally is running a campaign free of mistakes, and and I think it's shown. I know the last time you were on was just after uh, Governor Sununu endorsed uh, Nikki Haley. And I know Neil. In the past, we, we've talked for years. You're you're not always, uh, you know, uh, you, you know, you don't always feel that an endorsement means a whole lot. But I guess it depends where it comes from. And you said uh, in our last conversation that this one would uh, make a difference. Right. Endorsements really matter, uh, especially to the people who are making the endorsement, but probably to no one else. 
And and the real evidence to that is how many people uh, go to the polls with their wife or their spouse, and uh, the spouse votes for one person, and uh, you vote for the other one. And it happens all the time because your endorsement from your spouse isn't even that important. I think, though, with the Sununu thing is, it's not so much that he's voting for her. He makes a case and in a very communicative way. He's a very, very talented communicator. There is no doubt about it. And, and so I think when he goes around the state, he's making this case, and he's explaining why uh, he believes Republicans and independents should vote for her. And I think so far, it, you know, the, if you look at the data, he's been successful in doing that. And he has been with her now since his endorsement at virtually uh, every stop she's made along the way. Yeah, um, Sununu is not somebody who takes days off or or takes naps. Um, He's been going around the state, and he's been to Iowa for a couple days, yeah, uh, trying to help her there as well. Um, He's he's tireless, and and I think that it's been showing and. The other thing is, is that you know a lot of people are like, well, if 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 a Republican doesn't want Trump, they want a new, fresher face. You know, she's proven the fact that she can get these votes, and you sort of want to say, okay, we've got to all get behind one candidate that maybe has a chance of defeating Trump in the Republican presidential primary. I've said all along that I think. To some degree, this is a little bit of a fool's errand because I think that if Nikki Haley, you know, beat Trump in every single primary, it's not like Donald Trump would say, "Nikki, you beat you beat me fair and square." Uh, let's go on to beat Joe Biden. I I think this is it's Trump or nobody for Trump, and and I think that that's it's an interesting spin because parties. And membership and parties are all about winning. That's the only reason they exist. So this is a definitely a different uh, uh, dynamic. No doubt. Neil Levesque is with us. Neil, can you stay with us for a few more minutes? Yeah. Yep. All right. Neil Levesque, Executive Director of the New Hampshire Institute of Politics at St. Anselm College. And they will be uh, hosting a, a huge debate next week on the 18th. And uh, Neil has been working hard, along with others at uh, St. A's, to get it all together. And it'll be on ABC and WMUR uh, one week from tomorrow. We'll take a break. Kale and Company will continue right after these words. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Stay with us. Kale and Company live here on WKXL, NHTalkRadio.com. Neil Levesque is joining us, Executive Director of the New Hampshire Institute of Politics at St. Anselm College. And, uh, Neil, we were talking about the fact that uh, Governor Chris Sununu is a very effective communicator. And he has been uh, communicating with uh, Chris Christie lately, uh, requesting that uh, that he remove himself from the uh, primary process. What is your uh, take on that? Well, uh, Chris Christie's original thing was that he wanted to basically stop Donald Trump. He wants to be, he, that he believes the Republican Party can't have Trump uh, in the future. And that was the reason he ran. And so there's a lot of folks, including good governor, that believe that 
any votes that are going to Christie at this point um, could be going to Nikki Haley uh, so that she overcomes that goalpost I talked to you about earlier. Right. And and so there's been a little bit of a public spat about that. I think it's, uh, I don't, it, it seems a little slightly personal, but I think Christie is probably getting a lot of heat at this point. And remember, when when people are speculating that you're going to drop out and reporters are going and putting a microphone in front of your face when you get out at a town hall meeting saying, is this the day you're getting out of the race? It's problematic for candidates. It's not fair because there may be plenty of steam left and resources, and he is certainly a fighting candidate. Um, but it's the nature of politics that sometimes these things happen, and, and uh, but it is a tough thing when you're getting out again at these stops, and this is what people are talking about. Um, you know, people don't do that necessarily to other candidates. Uh, DeSantis at this point, you know, his numbers have been have been poor, and he has to. He's made a big uh, showing in Iowa. Um, he has to really prove that he he's a candidate there. But I think that at this point, you know, um, there's. I don't think anyone's sort of betting their retirement account <laughs> on the fact that, that uh, DeSantis is going to be the Republican nominee. And last year at this time, I think that that was not the case. Right. Uh, it's not fair to him. He's the governor of Florida. He won by big margins. And I think he's a talented candidate. He's done everything right as a candidate. But again, we get to the point where what is the, the thing that is going to take a Trump Republican voter away from Trump. What is that argument? And right now, if you watch TV, you'll see Nikki Haley's making the argument that she beats Biden by 17 points and that therefore, you know, this is about beating Biden. And that's the persuasive argument she's making. I think that uh, DeSantis has had a hard time sort of taking votes away from Trump. And that's shown by some of his numbers that he's had. And, of course, the polls also show, most of them anyway, that uh, Trump would beat uh, Biden as well. Some say that he will. Some others say that, uh, uh, that, that Biden would beat him. But it's a lot closer than the margin that the polls say that Nikki Haley would beat Joe Biden by. Right. Nikki Haley definitely has the edge. There's no 17 points. But you're right about the fact that of the top six states that are really up for grabs in a general election, Trump beats Biden right now by a slimmer margin by by, right. by quite a bit, actually. But uh, outside the margin of error, he beats Biden in five of those six states. And I think for Biden, this is a big problem. Of course, when you're in the White House and everybody's telling you how great you are and that those are just ridiculous, those polls, we, I think that Biden clearly this week uh, talked about democracy, wanted to remind voters of January 6th. And I think he's going to do that through the campaign and make it about a, a bigger thing. That is definitely something that Trump has got uh, as a weak point because he really, you know, he's on film saying, you got to fight for your country. You got to fight or you're going to lose your country um, on that day. And, and I think that, um, that is what they're going to try. They'll also try to use abortion uh, as an issue, and that really hasn't been brought out yet. I think that um, as we get into next November, I think that that's going to be the issue that maybe would shrink some of those 
those winning margins for the Republicans. And, and, and I think that that's sort of the other thing that they've got in their pocket. Now, we, we know the Republican votes are going to count in the uh, New Hampshire primary, but uh, uh, we were told uh, uh, late last week, and, you know, of course, it's uh, you know been speculated upon uh, for months now, that the delegates will, will not be awarded on the Democrat side, uh, regardless of the, the outcome of Tuesday or uh, next uh, Tuesday's, the uh, 23rd uh, primary. So this is really problematic. Um, after the 2020 election for Democrats to tell other Democrats that their votes will not be counted. It's really shocking. Um, they also sent a letter saying that their votes next week are meaningless, uh, to which the New Hampshire Attorney General, in a sort of a strange move, uh, sent a letter saying that that was voter suppression. So what the Democrats are saying is, uh, we don't want the New Hampshire presidential primary because we don't want to have the president compete in an actual contest. Then the president sent a letter saying he wanted to compete, but he had to stick by the Democratic rules, which is, I mean, I mean <laughs> I've seen some, some, some real lies in politics, but that one takes the cake. <laughs> um, and, and now they're saying that it's meaningless and it doesn't count. At the same time, leading Democrats are saying, write in Joe Biden. I think for a lot of Democrats, it's very confusing uh, as to what they want to do. Now, here's the, the long and short. The Democrats and most incumbents, they never want to have uh, a primary. They want to be anointed by party bosses like Biden wants to be and go on to try to win a general election. The problem with that is that the strongest candidates don't emerge. It's like not having competition. If we only had one gas station in New Hampshire, gas wouldn't be two seventy nine or whatever it is. Right. And 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 the point is is that there's no competition. The party bosses have said the incumbent president who is aged, uh, who is not popular, is gonna be our best bet moving forward. And um and that's either going to be wise decision or or it's going to come back and people are going to say after this election, boy, did we make a mistake if if we had actually had a, a series of primaries and candidates on the Democratic side had emerged, we might have won this election. Instead, we have Donald Trump or whoever else uh, in the White House. So the party bosses are either going to uh, um, shine here or they're going to... Uh, not look so good. Now, right now, <laughs> they don't look so good because, as we know and we've discussed, Biden is losing to Trump uh, despite all these legal issues, despite January 6th, despite all these things that have gone on, the dictator statement, all these things, he's beating Biden. And that's the party boss's choice. And this is, this is what the problem with Washington is, I think, is that a lot of people don't understand, you know, a lot of these party bosses, they get invited to the state dinner, and the next thing you know, hey, they're, they, they're, they're backing the president for whatever reason. But are they backing the president because he's the strongest candidate against the Republicans? Or, are you, or is it because you're going to the White House Christmas party? Yeah. I suspect it's the latter. 
You know, I, I I guess, you know, we've been talking about the, the fate of the New Hampshire primary hanging in the balance. Uh, yesterday at the State House, the Senate Election Law Committee approved a constitutional amendment uh, to enshrine the state law that mandates uh, New Hampshire hold the first presidential primary. But how much weight does that carry in, in other states? Well, um, I think... The point that it would be here, enshrined by even more law, uh, would be important. And the fact that we do have a law, and we fought back against these party bosses, has been important. And we're not doing it because we're trying to hurt other states. We're not doing it because we're trying to tell other states what to do. We're doing it because New Hampshire is a great place to really weed out candidates that aren't good. Right. We've done a great job of doing it in the past. That's why Biden, who's, in my opinion, not a great communicator, he doesn't have good poll numbers. Throughout his presidency, he has not had good poll numbers. Um, And I think he's failed as a candidate to some degree here in in states like New Hampshire when you actually have to campaign. He'd rather fly into Los Angeles International Airport, go to the hotel, have a press conference, go to a fundraiser, and then get on the plane. That doesn't work here in New Hampshire. No, it does not. It does not, uh, for sure. you got to have boots on the ground. And I think uh, certainly Nikki Haley has has proven that with uh, her, her surging uh, in the polls, and it's going to be uh, very, very interesting. Just just, just quickly, uh, you know, we heard a lot earlier on in the, the campaign about Robert F. Kennedy Jr., but uh, haven't heard much about him lately. No, it's kind of been a little quiet about him. He does take more votes away from Trump, apparently, if you look at the data, than, even though he's a Kennedy, than, than Biden. Um, but we are going to see Joe Manchin out there in the state. We have him on Friday at the Institute of Politics. Ah. Uh, and so uh, I think you're going to see him crisscrossing the country. We'll see what he's up to. Wow. Okay. And what, what time is Joe going to be there? He's going to be there for politics and eggs. It's a private event. Yeah. So unlike most of my events that are free and open to the public, this one's uh, private. But um, we're looking forward to hearing him speak. No doubt about it. Uh, always uh, an interesting gentleman to hear speak. Neil Levesque, you are an interesting gentleman to hear speak as well. And that's why we have you on the show. And we really appreciate your time. Know you're a busy guy and hope to talk again real soon. I'm looking forward to it, Ken. Good luck. All Take right. care, everybody. All right. Neil Levesque, Executive Director of the New Hampshire Institute of Politics at St. Anselm College, where the big debate will be next Thursday night at 9 on uh, ABC and WMUR. We'll take a break. We'll continue right after these words. Kale & Company Live, WKXL, presented by Northeast Delta Dental. We'll be right back. Kale and Company Live right here, WKXL, NHTalkRadio.com. Great to have you with us. Hope all are safe. Uh, Neil Levesque checking in from Rye saying uh, the winds were very strong there overnight. And um, I don't know about the flooding out there or uh, virtually anywhere, but uh, a lot of snow up north where they need it for skiing and snowmobiling. But uh, in the uh, central and southern parts of the state, it was mostly, uh, mostly rain. So we'll see uh, what uh, 
has taken place in the aftermath of uh, the most recent storm with uh, another one on the way, they say. At any rate, time now uh, to open up the phone lines here at WKXL, 603-224-1450. Put that in your phone, and so you'll have it on speed dial, 603-224-1450. Same AM signal we've had here at WKXL since 1946. So first to get through to our producer, Andrew, will win an opportunity to ski free at beautiful Loon Mountain Resort in Lincoln. Ski free on us here at WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. First to get through to Andrew at 603-224-1450. So uh, there, there you go. And uh, if you're first, you will be today's winner. We'll put you on the air for a minute or two and uh, and chat. And hopefully it will be you. 603-224-1450 is the number to call here on this 10th day of January. Uh, we're talking about the fact that the first in the nation presidential primary now less than two weeks away. Today is houseplant Appreciation Day, so appreciate your houseplants uh, today. Also, National Bittersweet Chocolate Day being celebrated today by some. It's National Cut Your Energy Costs Day as well. So turn down that heat a little bit. Uh, and you can do it today and get away with it because temperatures are in the 40s. Uh, throughout most of the state. So uh, National Cut Your Energy Cost Days came uh, on the right date, right? It's uh, National Oysters Rockefeller Day for those who enjoy Oysters Rockefeller. It's Peculiar People Day. I don't know exactly what that uh, that means. Uh, I guess all of us are peculiar in some ways. And Save the Eagles Day. Today is Save the Eagles Day, and they don't mean the ones in Philadelphia. They need saving, but that's not the intent of uh, the day that is being commemorated uh, today. It is uh, Save the Eagles Day being celebrated in, in some corners of the globe on this uh, Wednesday, the 10th of January. Hey, you know what? We're still looking for a winner. We're still looking for a winner. I know uh, the lines are, are usually busy uh, when we uh, give you an opportunity to ski free on WKXL. And this, this time we're uh, letting you ski free at Loon Mountain in Lincoln. So give us a call. We have a line open right now. 603-224-1450 is the number to call. 603 224 1450. Put that in your phone so you never know what we might be giving away on any given morning uh, right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. If you haven't caught up with it yet, a new poll from the UNH Survey Center shows former United States Ambassador, United Nations, I should say, Ambassador Nikki Haley within striking distance of Donald Trump heading into the New Hampshire primary. Uh, Trump still holding on to his lead, 
uh, in the GOP field with 39 support, 39% of support from likely Republican voters. Haley is now, though, within single digits of Trump, 39% to 32%. This is as close as the polling has been in the year or so now that they've been taking polls prior to the New Hampshire primary, which is coming up one week from next Tuesday, the 23rd of January. The poll of 1,864 New Hampshire adults was conducted online from January 4th through the 8th and has a margin of error of plus or minus 2.3%. It included 919 likely 2024 Republican primary voters and 643 likely 2024 Democratic primary voters. A previous UNH Survey Center poll in November showed Haley at 20 percent, 22 percentage points behind Trump. So she has really made huge strides. And part of that, as Neil Levesque pointed out moments ago, is probably due to the fact that she was endorsed and supported by current Governor Chris Sununu very popular Republican governor who is uh, not seeking uh, re-election. And uh, you, you sometimes wonder if, if Nikki Haley uh, is the candidate, if it turns out that way, if she is going to be the standard bearer, as it were, for the Republican Party in 2024, November. Uh, would there be a possibility that uh, Chris Sununu could be her running mate. I guess people have speculated about that. It's certainly been denied many times, but, you know, lots, lots of things are denied and then all of a sudden come true. So, you know, I wouldn't rule it out, although defeating Donald Trump will not be an easy task for anyone, including uh, Nikki Haley, who right now, according to latest polls has the best opportunity to do so. And I, I will say she has conducted, I think, the textbook New Hampshire primary campaign. I mean, she has put in a lot of time and a lot of effort, uh, not only Nikki Haley, but the members of her staff. I, I tell you what, uh, she certainly believes in mailers. Uh, if you're a Republican voter or an independent voter, uh, you are certainly getting your share of mail from the Nikki Haley campaign. Also, I'm sure you're getting your share of text messages from the Haley campaign as well. I mean, they have uh, marketed this thing as well as they possibly could have. And uh, so... Good. They've done good work, obviously. They're now within, according to the latest UNH poll anyway, now within seven percentage points of Donald J. Trump in his pursuit to reclaim the presidency. And as Neil Levesque also mentioned, in five of the six, six key states uh, we are talking about, that Donald Trump would defeat 
Joe Biden in a head-to-head rematch, but by small margins. Now, you look at Nikki Haley in those same states. It says that Nikki Haley, head-to-head against Joe Biden, would defeat him by a considerable margin. So who's the better candidate for the Republican Party? I guess that's for the voters to figure out. Of course, the Iowa caucus, the Iowa caucuses, are coming up next Monday. And then the following Tuesday, our first in the nation primary. Wow, it's going to be a very intriguing next couple of weeks for sure. All right, we still have a opportunity for you to ski free on us give andrew a call andrew gibson is standing by folks to field your calls it's actually sitting by but he'll answer the phone 603-224-1450 603-224-1450 is the number to call get in there get get some free skiing on us it's expensive no matter where you go Ski free on WKXL. We'll continue after these words. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Kale and Company live here on WKXL and So far, all of our uh, winners getting an opportunity to ski free on us have been men. How about our first woman winning an opportunity to ski free on WKXL? I'm not excluding men, but it would be nice to have a a female winner. So uh, give us a call. Lines are open right now. 603-224-1450 to ski at beautiful Loon Mountain in Lincoln, New Hampshire, and uh, you have a chance right now to do it. And the line is open at 603-224-1450. A winter storm that uh, hit New Hampshire uh, late last night and into this morning brought some initial snowfall before heavy rain pelted the state uh, overnight. Just reading a report here from uh, WMUR's meteorologist Kevin Scarupa. A flood warning remains in effect until 10 o'clock this morning for much of south-central and southeastern New Hampshire as one to three inches of rain is coupled with melting snow. There is also a coastal flood warning in effect at the coastline. High tide at Hampton Beach, by the way, will be at 9.50 this morning. And uh, this is the one to watch, the high tide at Hampton Beach, as minor flooding, uh, splashover, and beach erosion are all possible on the seacoast. The the storm also has the potential for damaging wind gusts. A high wind warning is in effect for the North Country, as wind gusts uh, could get up to 55 miles per hour through the mid-morning hours. Elsewhere, scattered gusts between 30 and 45 miles per hour are possible. And while the precipitation changed to rain for most of the state, heavy snow fell in northeastern New Hampshire 
for much of the night. The heavy, wet snow falling up north uh, began uh, winding down around sunrise, and some spots saw over six inches or more of snow. So this afternoon, some uh, sunny breaks along with an additional chance of a passing shower, and there could be it could be another snow a storm or next storm, let's put it that way, impacting the state late Friday and into early Saturday. It appears the storm will bring some initial snow and mix of rain and snow before gradually switching to all rain. And for now, expect the impact weather for Saturday morning. Okay, there, there you go. That's the latest right there. Uh, tonight, by the way, uh, there will be a debate in Iowa. However, it will only feature two of the Republican presidential hopefuls, and that will be U.S. Ambassador, former U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, uh, Nikki Haley, former South Carolina governor as well, and uh, current Florida governor, Ron DeSantis. Those will be the only two duking it out, as it were, tonight in Iowa before the Iowa caucuses on Monday. Now, former President Donald Trump also qualifies, but, all right, but he plans to skip it and instead hold a televised town hall meeting at the same time. Now, two candidates, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie and entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy did not meet CNN's thresholds to qualify after appearing in December's debate. The debate gives Haley and DeSantis another opportunity in front of a national audience to emerge as the top alternative to Trump, who continues to dominate the polls before the primary campaign shifts into high gear. Both Haley and DeSantis have called on Trump to show up to the debate Haley accused Trump of hiding, while DeSantis and his campaign said Trump is scared. He's scared to defend his crown. Uh, tonight, CNN hosting the debate at Drake University in Des Moines, Iowa. The event will be uh, moderated by CNN anchors Jake Tapper and Dana Bash, and it will start at 9 p.m., Eastern time. So there you go. You'll have an opportunity to uh, tune into that d debate after, after a big hockey game tonight in Concord, which starts at 7.30 as the undefeated Concord High Crimson Tide at 4-0 and on the young season will be taking on the Bow Falcons. Everett Arena, 7.30, great matchup, and uh, you could be there. Very inexpensive, bring the kids, get a chance to see a terrific high school hockey game tonight at uh, 7.30 at the Everett Arena. Just learned of the death of uh, Billy Gardner, former uh, baseball icon who passed away at the age of 96, uh, Connecticut native. He won two World Series as a player with the New York Giants and the Yankees, becoming a manager for the Minnesota Twins and the Kansas City Royals. 
Uh, I got to know him a little bit uh, when he was coaching uh, with the Montreal Expos. He was a coach with the Expos for uh, a few years. A terrific guy. Uh, his son uh, also had a, a brief uh, professional baseball career, but uh, Billy Gardner was a lifer. Uh, he was a lifer in baseball. Made his uh, big league debut with the New York Giants in 1954, uh, winning the World Series to cap off his rookie year. And he emerged as a high-level uh, second baseman in his uh, big league career, uh, playing for uh, Baltimore Orioles and then bounced around between the Washington Senators, Minnesota Twins, Yankees, and Red Sox. Uh, the last game he played in the major leagues was in 1963. So there you go. But uh, since that time, or, you know, uh, for much of that time, uh, he spent it as either a big league manager or a, a big league coach. His best year, 1957, led the American League in at-bats, plate appearances, and doubles as a member of the uh, Baltimore Orioles. So uh, Billy Gardner, uh, rest in peace as he passed away, I believe, yesterday at the age of 96. Good long life for a terrific guy. Uh, Boston Bruins lost in overtime to the Arizona Coyotes Tuesday night at the Mullet Rink in Arizona. That's what they call it, folks, Mullet, the Mullet Rink. It must be named after somebody. I'm not sure. But, you know, mullet used to be the uh, preferred, you know, hairstyle of hockey players before helmets came along for everybody. But uh, Bruins lost last night in OT, but still managed to pick up a point. Uh, Nick Schmaltz scored the game winner with less than a minute left in the overtime for Arizona. Uh, I mentioned the mullet arena because it's the smallest, smallest by far capacity arena in the NHL. I mean, by far. Last night, they had a sellout crowd. You know what the sellout crowd was? 4,400. 4,400. It's a smaller facility than the Whittemore Center in Durham, which seats a little over 6,000. So imagine the Whittemore Center, uh, which is a great facility. Don't get me wrong. Not knocking that. And it's great for, for the UNH Wildcats. But uh, we're talking about the NHL here, 4,400 seats. And that's it. That's all they have uh, in, uh, in Phoenix. It's actually on the campus of the University of Arizona because that's where they play their hockey. Celtics uh, return home tonight in a matchup against the Minnesota Timberwolves, a battle of uh, two very good teams, two of the best teams in the NBA right now. And the big news in sports yesterday was that the Tennessee Titans fired their head coach, former Patriots linebacker Mike Vrabel, after back-to-back -back losing seasons. Now, of course, of course it has led to uh, a lot of media speculation. Could Mike Vrabel return to Foxborough as head coach of the New England Patriots if, in fact... The Patriots should part ways with Bill Belichick. We shall see. I'll tell you what, on the football front and on the political front, 
It is going to be just an extremely intriguing next couple of weeks between what's happening in Foxborough, what's happening next Monday in Iowa, and the following Tuesday in New Hampshire. Between football and politics, pretty much everything else is on the back burner. But again, tomorrow, we will give you another opportunity to ski free on us at beautiful Loon Mountain in Lincoln, New Hampshire. Just wait for the opportunity to call, and we'll make sure that you and uh, a friend or family member can get to ski free on WKXL at Loon Mountain in Lincoln. Tell a friend about WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. And remember, folks, always look on the bright side of life. Have a great Wednesday, everyone.